Welcome to the Wealthy Coach Podcast, where I teach you how to become wealthy AF in your business, your mindset, your coaching, and your life. I'm your host, Kendra Perry. I am a former functional health coach turned online business mentor for health coaches, practitioners, and professionals. I'm here to help you grow the online business of your dreams by teaching you the strategy, the tech, and by helping you cultivate the mindset you need to be a badass health entrepreneur. I'm blunt, I'm to the point, and I'll probably drop an F-bomb or two, so fasten your seatbelts and get ready to become wealthy AF. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the Wealthy Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra, and I hope you're having a really good day today. It is mid-January. Our snow situation is still not great, unfortunately. We have just had a total shit season for snow. It's real bad. But truthfully, every 10 years, we kind of have a season like this. I'm actually remembering the 2014-2015 winter where it was similar to this, where it was just really bad all winter. There was very few powder days and it just happens. I'm trying to just embrace it, (laughs) even though I kind of hate it, but it's a good time to go to Mexico. And I'm actually going to Mexico. I leave on Friday, the 19th. I'm pretty excited for that because my parents actually go down to Mexico. They spend about six weeks in the Baja every year. My dad's really into kite surfing. And my brother goes down too. He's really into this thing called winging. You're like up on this foil and you have this wing that's not attached. Anyways, it's a kind of a mecca for that. There's this little town. It's very small. It's very rural. It's called Laventana. And it's kind of this kite surfing mecca. And my parents go down there for about six weeks every year. And then last year, they ended up buying this 26-foot trailer because there's this little trailer park on the ocean where essentially all the kite surfers stay. And so they bought this trailer. And my brother actually goes and gets it out of storage in the fall. So he was there for October, November, got it out of storage. He lives in the trailer. My brother is like borderline retired right now. He was previously an engineer, had a very kind of normal job, but kind of got out of that. And now he basically runs conferences or events around the world for cryptocurrency companies. It's like super random. He has a lot of time off and he makes good money when he does run these events. He was down there. He came up here for Christmas and then he'll be down there from basically, I think, January to March. Just living the dream in Mexico. I've actually been down there before. I went down there, I believe it was 2017 Christmas That was a while ago. Apparently, it's a lot more built up now and there's a lot more going on. But I like it because it's low key. There's some really good restaurants. It's not exactly like a beach location because it's windy. It's not like a place you go and like hang out on the beach. But I'm not really a hang out on the beach type of person. But essentially, I booked a room in this little hotel, this like boutique hotel that's just about a kilometer down the road from the trailer park. And I'm going down for a week. And initially, when I was going, I invited Ryan, but Ryan, if you've ever seen him on my Instagram stories, he's a ginger. He has red hair. He's like very ginger. So the sun is not his friend. So he's not usually, he doesn't usually get excited about hot places. Originally, he was, yeah, I'm not into it. I'm not into it. But I think over time, he kind of felt a bit guilty because my parents really love him. And I think they were a bit disappointed he wasn't coming. And then with this ski season really just not happening and like the lack of snow over Christmas, he was just like, 
maybe I should come. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to book you a flight on points. So I booked him a flight on my Avion points and got him a flight. We are not on the same flight. I actually got a direct flight because I'm going to fly down my mountain bike. There's some mountain biking around there, which is going to be really fun. It's not like life changing, but it's something to do because I'm not a kite surfer and I'm probably not going to get into it at this point, maybe in the future. But I don't want to fly with my $5,000 mountain bike if there's a stopover, right? Because I don't trust the airline. So I have a direct flight, which is great. But to book on my points, I wasn't able to get Ryan on the same flight as me. So he is going, I think, through Vancouver. It's actually good because we basically, we arrive at the exact same time. He just leaves earlier than me. I think he leaves at 6am, which kind of sucks. I leave at 10am. And then coming back, we leave at basically the same time. But he goes through Vancouver. So I get in at 8pm and he gets in at 11pm. So I'm really excited he's coming. I think that'll be really fun. And yeah, I think I almost wish I was going for longer than a week now just because things just aren't really happening up here. But I mean, I could always fly back down. I have the time and it's not super expensive, but it'll just be really nice to get some sun and yeah, just do some biking and just hang out with the family. So it's going to be really good. Anyways, for today's episode, we are talking about group coaching programs, which if you're new here, I love group coaching programs. Group coaching programs are my absolute favorite. I use them in my business. And this is what I also teach my students to do is to launch group programs. I just think they are literally your ticket to freedom. Now, like a lot of other coaches, I started my business doing one-on-one coaching. And honestly, I think when you're new and starting out, it's a really easy avenue to go because you're still learning how to sell, write copy, do social media. And obviously, when you launch a group program, you need more people to sell it to because you're trying to get more people enrolled into it. I started with one-on-one coaching, but I always sort of knew I wanted to go the one-to-many route, but I didn't really know how for a really long time. And I actually had to have a little bit of trial and error before I finally was able to launch one. But truthfully, If you are someone, if you are maybe a therapist or counselor, functional medicine doctor, something like that, and so you might be in the model of booking one-hour sessions where you someone books in for an hour and then you're with the next client and with your next client. And that's really common if you're something like a therapist or a counselor or a Chinese medicine doctor because that would be the business model that you were taught in school. Or maybe you're an unlicensed health coach and that just seems easy. Or maybe that's the business model you've sort of seen represented out in the world. So that's what you're doing. And truthfully, the one thing I didn't like about one-on-one coaching was that I was just on my computer all day, right? I didn't have a lot of freedom. Once my schedule was set, that meant that I was going to be in like 15 to 20 one-on-one appointments. And honestly, I felt quite exhausted with it. I'm very introverted. And so it was a lot of energy for me to deal with throughout the day. And now in my business with group coaching programs, essentially three times a month, I show up for a 90-minute group coaching call. And in terms of like coaching calls, that's all I do. And I love that because what that means is the rest of my calendar is open. Now, that's not to say I'm not working. I do work, although the hours I work kind of varies significantly depending on the season. But I have flexibility to do those things when I want to do them. And usually what I'm doing outside of group coaching calls is I'm working on campaigns, I'm creating content, I'm writing sales copy, that sort of thing, right? I'm working on kind of more the promotional side of the business. But what's really great is these group coaching calls that I show up for about once a week is I have a lot of energy for them. I feel excited and they energize me versus when one-on-one calls used to drain me. I really believe that group coaching is your ticket to freedom. I really do. 
Okay. And a lot of people know this or see this or they want a group coaching program, but some people don't have an audience. And the reason you might not have an audience is because for a lot of our students, they are, again, therapists, counselors, Chinese medicine doctors, some sort of licensed health professional, and they have a brick and mortar practice. They want to do an online group coaching program, but they haven't really made the jump into online. And online is so different from brick and mortar, you can't even really compare the two. Therefore, they don't have an audience. Or maybe you are someone who's been able to get a lot of referrals, right? You get referrals from other practitioners. Maybe you have some relationships going on, so you don't really have an online presence. You've been able to do things that way. Or perhaps you're just newer and you just haven't had the chance to build an audience yet. What I will say is that if you want a group coaching program, you do need an audience to sell to. But there is a way that you could potentially launch a group program without having an audience. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And I think what people don't realize is the level of audience you want in order to launch a group coaching program. Something that people don't learn when they come into business is standard conversion, which essentially means conversion is the amount of people you convert into a paying client in with what we're talking with right now. People will think, well, yeah, I have an audience of 100, so I should be able to get 20 people into a group coaching program. But that's not generally the case because the conversion can run about 1% to 5%, right? So if you have 100 people on your email list, you might be able to convert one to five of those, right? Which if you got five, well, you could run a group coaching program with five. But if you got one, that's not exactly a group coaching program. So understanding that conversion is really important. What do you do? If you don't have an audience, well, there's something that I call the no launch launch. And essentially what this is, is you basically offer your program to your personal and professional networks and or past clients. What I mean by this is you're not doing a formal launch. You don't have an audience, but there are people in your networks where you believe they might actually be interested in being a part of your program. You don't need to do anything fancy. You don't need a launch plan. You don't need a webinar. You don't need to write a bunch of emails. All you really need to do is reach out personally to these people who you believe might be interested, give them a detail, ask if they're interested, and then if they are, you can enroll them into the program. And this is actually the way that I first launched HTME Expert. If you aren't familiar with HTME Expert, it's my course that teaches practitioners how to interpret hair tissue mineral analysis. If you're interested in learning more about that, I will link to our free training video in the show notes for this episode, which you will find at kendraperry.net slash episode 210. That's kendraperry.net slash episode 210. But I knew I wanted to launch this course. I'd wanted to do it for a while, right? But I wasn't sure about the interest. So I've talked about this a little bit before, but in the first three years of having my business, I also worked for Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, which is a uh, certification training program for functional lab testing. I started with them as a course mentor, and I eventually moved on to developing their postgraduate membership. I worked for them for three years, so I was always very connected with health coaches. And while I was working for this program, that's also when I learned how to interpret hair tissue mineral analysis. And I was the only one in the company who really knew how to interpret it. I ended up doing clinical consults for it. They had this program within the company that allowed you to order all these different labs. And with those labs, when your results came in for your client, you could book a clinical consult with one of the clinical advisors. So I became a clinical advisor for hair tissue mineral analysis for that company. And when I stopped working for the company, and this is maybe like a year after I stopped working for the company, I knew I wanted to launch this program. I was like, okay, 
I'm going to reach out because I didn't have an audience, right? I wasn't making content. Like I had nothing. I wasn't doing anything for this program. I essentially, I reached out to everyone who had ever booked a clinical consult with me through FDN. I reached out to anyone who had ever asked me questions, expressed interest. Literally, I leveraged my professional networks and I just started reaching out to people. And I said, hey, I'm thinking of running this six-week program to teach you hair tissue mineral analysis. It's will probably start this date, blah, blah, blah. Gave them a few details. If I were to run this, would you be interested? And overwhelmingly, people were like, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. So I was like, okay. Once I sort of had the buy-in from people, I essentially came up with a start date and I followed up with those people. I said, hey, here's the link to sign up. This is the deadline. This is when we're starting. Hope to see you there. And I ended up having a huge no-launch launch, right? Because I ended up making, I think, around $30,000, which really blew my mind because I didn't expect that. I was hoping to get maybe like 10 to 15. And I think I ended up getting like 40 or 45. I can't even remember, but it ended up being very successful. And I didn't have an audience at the time. There was no audience. All I did was take advantage of the people I already knew. For example, maybe you've been a clinical counselor for 20 years or something like that. And you have all that client list, right? All the people who have booked in with you, right? You should have those email addresses. So what I would do is I would send out an email to all those people and just say, hey, thinking of launching XYZ program, it's going to look like this. This is kind of like the basic outline. If you're interested, reply and let me know and just see if you get any interest. Because if you get enough interest, then there's a good chance you might be able to launch without actually having to launch, right? And do this no launch launch and just leverage those networks. And that can be a great way to run a group program when you have no audience. And this is something that I teach my students. I say, hey, if this is available to you, then use it. Don't be afraid to reach out to go through your Facebook friends, like literally like scroll through the list of your friends on Facebook and see, okay, would any of these people be someone who might be interested in my program? Don't be afraid to do that. That can be really effective and that can help you run your first round of your group program while you build an audience for your next launch. And I say that to run a group program, I think you need at least five. If you got three, I would still run it. If you got two, I would still run it. If you got one, I would still run it. (laughs) Okay. But ideally you get five to 10 and maybe you'll get a little more. And that's a great number to run your first group program. Now, what happens if you either know, like, I don't really have any networks, fine, or maybe you reach out and you just don't really get any interest. And that's definitely a possibility. And that's fine. This isn't a method that is going to be available to everyone. Really just depends on where you came from and your past and your past professional experience. If that's not an option, then you will need to build an audience, okay? And there are essentially two ways you can go about doing this. You can do organic, which is things like social media, or you can do paid ads. Personally, I prefer a combination of both. Now, why is that? Organic marketing can take time. It depends, right? Maybe you absolutely rock your Instagram. You do a really good job of creating content and that sort of thing. And you have a big following, you know, maybe you have 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 Instagram followers, great. Put those people on a wait list, right? Have your primary call to action for your content to be the wait list for your group program. But for a lot of us, social media growth is slow, right? And usually we are going to need more. 
And this is especially true if you are newer and starting out and you're starting from zero. It can take a really long time to build an audience. Now, you might be wondering, well, when you say build an audience, how many people do I actually need in my audience? Okay. Now, when I say audience, I am talking about email list. The best place to launch your group program is always going to be your email list. And the reason for that is because it's just not reliable to launch on social media. A very small portion of your people actually see your stuff on social media. And it's not reliable. You don't have a great ability to follow up. And when it comes to sales, the money is always in the follow up. But you can't guarantee that your followers are going to see your content. You can do you can definitely launch on social media, but I would never launch on social media alone. I would always have an email list like those are your people who are going to buy. This is where I make all my money is through email marketing. And just think if only 1% of people see your Instagram content, well, that's kind of a shitty stat, right? But on an email list, you can get an open rate as high as 30, 40, 50, 60% beyond. I like those numbers a lot better. When I talk about audience, I'm always talking about your email list. Now, I would say the ideal number to be able to launch a group program is probably 500. But you could probably do it with as low as 200 or 300. It really just depends on the quality of that list. Who is on that list? Because maybe you've been out there, you're established, you've been running your business for a while, but you haven't had a clear and solid niche, right? You've kind of been helping everyone. And now you've decided to niche down into migraines or something like that. There's a good chance that those people on your email list don't all have migraines. There might be some people, but that is not a targeted email list. So I would, again, build three to 500 targeted people who actually have migraines and who have opted in for migraine-related content, Okay. This is really important. I would say 500 is ideal, but we've had people launch with as low as 300. But honestly, more is better. But again, those need to be targeted, right? So if your program is about fatigue, you need to have some sort of free resource specifically about fatigue that encourages people to join your email list because you only want people on your email list who are looking to solve their fatigue. Now, the reason why I prefer using a combination of both because social media is free and it can be very effective. Why not get leads for free? But ads will help it happen quicker because honestly, for some people to get 500 people on their email list just through organic social media alone, it could take them a year. It could take them longer than a year. And do you really want to wait that long to launch your group program and start helping people? Probably not, right? But if you're willing to put some money behind it, you could get that 500 within a few months and then you just need to do a little bit of nurture and then you can launch, okay? The good news with things like Facebook and Instagram ads is that the cost per lead is still cheap in health and wellness. And when I say cost per lead, basically, it's the cost to acquire a subscriber. Okay. Now in my space in B2B, I definitely pay more than your industry in B2C as a health coach. And that's good news for you because you might be able to just spend a few thousand dollars and you might be able to get that 500 on your email list. Now, in terms of the best ways to launch when you have that audience, It really depends on your price point and what you're offering. If you have a lower price point for your group program and possibly a longer length of a program, maybe you're doing like a six-week group coaching program, or maybe it's 90 days or something like that, you might be able to launch with an email campaign only. You have your open cart, your closed cart, and you send out a series of emails over a certain number of days. But if you're launching at a higher price point, more likely you're going to need an event something like a webinar or a challenge or something like that. Now, there's a lot of different types of events you can use to launch. Personally, 
I prefer a webinar, although I do challenges as well. But I would say if it's your first time launching a program, I would keep it simple. The first time I ever decided to launch a group coaching program, I decided to do a five-day challenge with a webinar on the fifth day. And I had no idea what I was getting into. I was so ignorant. It was so much work. It was insane. And I don't think I realized how much work it was. And so for a first launch, like I made so much work for myself. And in the end, I didn't even make that many sales, which is a whole nother story. But I would recommend having a good webinar, right? Because that's just an hour of your time. Obviously, it is going to take you time to build a webinar. Usually, if I'm building a new webinar, it will take me about a week of working on it, like two to three days, or not a week, a month, sorry. And that's me working on it as often as possible. So maybe two to three days. And that could be a great way to help sell your program. If you aren't confident that you're going to get the signups that you want, there's something you can do called pre-selling. And this is something I also did with HTMA Expert. I hadn't built the entire program before I sold it. And the reason why this is really effective is because it allows you to make money and sort of pre-validate your offer. With HTMA Expert, like I said, I did the no launch launch, right? I was able to run it by just leveraging my professional networks. But still, I wasn't quite sure how many people were actually going to sign up. Okay, so what I did was I basically created an outline and a basic sales page for the program. And I had the start date, it was a couple weeks out. So I sold it and then the start date was a couple weeks out. I sold it. And as I, if you remember me saying, I made like $30,000 enrolled like 40 to 50 students can't exactly remember now. But then basically, I was like, okay, I just made 30k. I got to create this program. And what I did was I created the first module. And then I ran it. And what I did was create each module week by week, it was busy, I ran this program over six weeks. And basically, I remember that we had training on Thursdays and we had Q&A on Tuesdays. And every Monday, I would literally spend the whole day making the PowerPoint presentation for that upcoming Thursday. Was it a little bit stressful? Yes, it was a lot of work. But what that allowed me to do was basically prove that this is something people actually wanted to buy. This is only going to work with a cohort cell program, something that has a start date and an end date. But This is one of my favorite ways to sell a program. It's also what I did for Health Coach Accelerator is I basically sold it before I had the entire thing made. Personally, I feel that it's the safest and least risky way to sell something because I learned my lesson early on. My first course that I tried to sell was called Hormone Power and I created the whole thing in advance. It literally took me six months. It was an obscene amount of work. And then when I tried to sell it, I wasn't able to sell it. And that was really demoralizing. I was really upset about that. And it really taught me that it's never a good idea to create the whole thing before launching it, especially if you're not sure. Now, if you've been out there for a while, you're very established, maybe you've been in your niche for a while, you have good clientele, you have a good audience, then I don't think you necessarily need to pre-sell. Although it's still not always a bad idea because it allows you to just get something out there quickly rather than having to wait all the time it takes to create something. So Really, it can be a good strategy regardless of what level you're at. But if you're in kind of a new niche and maybe you're just unsure, I actually recommend pre-selling because again, if it doesn't sell, then you've really only created like the outline and maybe the first module. So there's really not that much skin off your back versus doing what I did and spending six months creating something that ultimately nobody buys. That is what I would do if you don't have an audience. If you don't have an audience, 
see if you can leverage your personal professional networks or past clients, right? Maybe there are people on your email list, in your audience, on your Instagram, who you could just simply personally reach out to and ask if they're interested. And regardless of where you are in your business, I think this is something that you should pursue because it's easy. It doesn't take a lot of effort because planning a formal launch with a webinar and registration emails and an opt-in page and sales emails, it's kind of a big deal. It takes a lot of time. It's really time consuming. And I always do things simply. How can I make this simple? We often make things way more complicated than they need to be. All right, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Wealthy Coach Podcast. I will see you next Monday, same place, same time where I help you become wealthy AF.